No, okay, I'm going. <laughs> we did it. Ryan, uh, what's happening, bud? Spenny. Go, huh? Good morning. Yeah, this is weird. This is weird, and I kind of like it. What is time, honestly? Non-existent anymore. It's it never a, was. It's a, yeah, that's right. It was always a construct of man, and that has felt no more strongly than it is in the weird times. And for the three scientists that listen to our show, we know that's not a, a true statement. We don't need yeah. your email. <laughs> <laughs> it's a substance it. or whatever the fuck you guys say. It's fine. We know. Time is a substance. Whoa. Yeah, something like that. You know. Does that mean does that mean we could vend it to other people? Yes. <laughs> you could car you could carbonate it and drink it. Cosmic drug dealers selling <laughs> carbonated time cans. Ryan, I, I got a, a big one for us this week, so no no bullshitting, because we got a lot of bullshitting ahead of us. No bullshitting? Okay, well, so we gotta go... The whole episode this week is bullshitting, so let's quickly do our joys, and then we'll get to bullshitting. This is, I gotta say, though, this is... There are two very interesting and strange things about this episode. One, we are recording in the morning, which we almost yes. never do. And two... It's I just don't barely even... morning, by the way. It's 11.15. It's not like it's 6 yeah, a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we're like, we normally record at like 7 o'clock at night that's, or whatever. That's true. Um, And the other one is not only am I like not contributing to the preparation for today's topic, I literally have no idea what we're talking about. Also a rarity. That is as it should be. So you're fine. <laughs> you were like, usually you're like, yeah, I'm thinking like this or this or whatever. And you were just like. I was like, so you got something prepared tomorrow? And you just wrote back, yup. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I take it there's a reason for that. Um, all right, well, you, I've been starting lately. You got to start today. What's your joy been? Okay. Uh, I got two, kind of. One is sort of a follow-up to a previous joy, and that is that I, I played golf yesterday for the first time in like a decade. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nine or 18? 18. Ooh, you went the whole you went the whole ride. Just jumped right in. Yep, a whole ride. Yeah, it was a great time. What did you shoot? Oh boy, a hundred and three. Sick, sick. <laughs> it was not a not a strong outing, but honestly, I had enough like decent shots mixed in that I want to play again. It wasn't like I wasn't so bad that it was just miserable. Golf is for sure one of those sports where it's like you can be bad enough at it that you don't ever want to play it again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also like one, one good shot is worth like six bad ones in terms oh, of it, my, my desire to keep going. It makes you want to start fist pumping like tiger woods out there. Like, right. Oh shit. I'm incredible. Like I, like I had one hole, like I parred a couple holes, but then I also had like a couple eights, you know, that, that type of thing. That's that's golf. That's the only way I know golf, unless I'm <laughs> so, unless I'm watching it on TV. Like I, I there's a par five, and I hit the fairway, and then I hit like a, a beautiful second shot up to like 50 yards mm. from the green, and you then I finished it. that hole with an eight, but felt okay about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> mentally you were still like, eh, it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. It was also the first time I've seen any of my friends in like nine or ten weeks now, so that was kind of fun. Totally. How did you guys distance the course? Did you just like stay apart and walk the whole thing? Yeah, well, so it was super wet yesterday, so we had to walk anyway. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, you just, you know, you're outside and you don't share any stuff. So like uh, there are no scorecards and pencils and stuff and no like rakes in sand traps. They just have uh, <laughs> the course I was playing at had the very technologically advanced system of putting a piece of PVC pipe in the in the cup around the pin Perfect. so that when you so that when you putt if it hits the hole instead of going down into the hole and you having to take it out it hits the PVC pipe and like bounces back a little bit so you can just walk over and pick up your ball oh so so getting it in is just clacking the P PVC correct so so I was leaving a lot of putts long yesterday cuz I figured you know what the hell if I make it it can't lip yeah. out, right? I just got to yeah, hit this he, thing. Yeah, you just got to, if your I'm line's just, right, your line's right. Just ripping lasers at the pin, and <laughs> if I miss, it's going off the other side of the green, you know? Nice. Uh, but that, yeah, then, you know, you just walk, so 
none of us like hit the ball consistently anyway. So we're usually pretty spread out, spread out, yeah. <laughs> walking to opposite sides of the fairway and rough and into ponds and stuff. So you don't have a 10 foot spread of four golf balls at the same time. No, never. No. Uh, right on, man. That sounds, that sounds lovely. It was a, uh, it was an okay enough weather day yesterday to go do that. It was a little, little windy, a little chilly, but not, not terrible. Yeah. It had rained for like 30 hours straight before that. So I was soaked by the time I got home just because everything was so wet still, but it was yeah, fun. that makes sense. Uh, the second is that I have my drums set up at my house again, which has been fun to just oh, hit, some, hit some shit and make a bunch of noise. Wait, does that mean you never went to the studio? Did you, did you make a different drum choice? No, 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 both. I went to the studio on Friday. It was great. But now I, I came home and then I was like, I need to set up my drums. Cause You're I, like, I had, that was, that was tight. I need more of that in my well, life. I had, I had some of my drum stuff at the studio because I hadn't been playing at home. So I grabbed the shit I needed mm. to set up my drums at home. And you said, you belong to me now. Yeah. And I said, Come fuck, to you, me fuck you now. neighbors. Yeah. I know you're home, and I'm still going to play loud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know we're all at home during the day, and I'm going to beat the shit out of these poorly. That's tight. I love it. Uh, I love what do you it. got? Um, I think uh, I think my joy this week has to be, um, I said I've been working on this home improvement project in my house, but I needed, my dad has hella tools. And I actually drove down to my parents' house and uh, I just like talked to my mom on their driveway for like two hours yesterday. And that was awesome because I like hadn't really seen her face to face or had like a one on one conversation with her for a long ass time. So it was really nice, man. It was like a good way to just kill an afternoon and catch up and feel like kind of like you said, like when you haven't seen somebody for a long time and you kind of like you feel rejuvenated by human interaction. You're like, Oh yeah, absolutely. that's nice. So no, it was good. <laughs> I got to hang out with my mom. My mom's the shit. Um, Sweet. she's the best. All yeah. right, bud. I, uh, I'm nervous. I, I, I realized, <laughs> yeah, I don't have sounds today. Sorry. Uh, there is, there is one webcam in my house and two people yes. working from home. Yes. And, um, anyway, we don't have sounds, but it's fine. Uh, I'll do them. Don't worry. I'll yeah, do great. them. I realized that we've never done an actual Q&A episode on a normal episode. Oh, shit. We've only done the like Facebook Live things, or I think maybe we did something on the Patreon at one point. I don't remember. We did. But I polled our listeners and put together... Uh, I don't know, several dozen questions that they sent us. Oh, 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 oh shit. <laughs> I saw Somebody those go going out there. At, wait, so hang on. Is this our, well, this can't be our 500 reviews celebration. No, we'll episode. still do something else for that eventually. Because this one isn't live, and we told you guys we'd do something live for that. Yeah, no, this is just a, a silly episode that's not exactly about a topic, but it's going to be fun. Tight. I love it. Well, it, I think though, based on some of the questions I saw coming in, it might be about also be about many topics because there are a lot of questions about well, like right. topics that we've covered or wish we'd covered or haven't covered or want to cover or whatever too. So, that's so I don't really that's have tight. these. These are just sort of in the order that they came in. Um, Do you have who no. asked them too? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because they they were coming in from like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and a bunch of other places. So all right, deal. you'll know if it's your question. Also, there were there were some repeat questions. So oh right, yeah, we had to multiple people get credit for some of these. All um, right, tight. This is gonna be a the, party. I like it. I guess the first, which was asked several times and that we've never actually answered on here, is how did y'all meet? Slash, how did the podcast come about? Oh yeah. I mean, those are two, well, those are two very different stories. Right. You want to take the first, Uh, I'll take the second. Sure. Uh, Spencer and I met in college. We had a class together, uh, at the university of Minnesota called the poetry of rap. It was, uh, I can't even remember. Was it African-American studies class? Was it an English class? Uh, I mean, it must've been, it must have been remember. in English, like, that's why I would have been there. 
as an art major yeah. was to fulfill my liberal arts English requirement. Okay, word. And what what would that have been? So, no, that would have been junior year. Well, we weren't the same year, but oh, right, my junior year. That's right. Uh, yeah, maybe which would make it my senior year. Yeah, I don't think that I would have been right. taking an English class senior year. Whatever. This anyway. uh, two thousand seven or eight, somewhere in there. Yeah, and we had a uh, we had a class together, and we both had a penchant for <laughs> uh, roasting. I think. It was and, a very uh, bullshittable class, if 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 I may. I mean, everybody just wanted to go talk about rap music, which is essentially let, what we did. Let me let, let me rephrase that. It was a very loosely structured class. Yes, <clears throat> yes. And so Spencer and I, I don't know. I think we kind of like. I think we sat by each other one day and like introduced ourselves to each other, and you were like, "I make beats," and I was like, "Oh, that's tight. I rap." And and it was like, oh, cool, maybe I'll see you around. And then we, like, saw each other around on campus, and we saw each other at shows and, like, battles and all kinds of shit. And then we just kind of started hanging out from there. Yeah. I mean, Is that roughly right? I mean, I don't know. I think it was more so after you moved back from L.A., though. Yeah, that's true. Well, we had already... Which would have been, like, 20, what, 11, 12? When did you move back? Um, Or no, later than that, probably. No, I'll say it was later than that. Uh I moved back in thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Um but we had already collaborated and made music together before I moved out to LA. No, we didn't. Oh no, we yo, we made our we made our first single together over It was like right when you got back. No, no, no. It was over Christmas one year. Oh, I was okay. home for like two weeks over Christmas and we like we hopped in the studio with Krista and made our first track together. Oh right, that one. I forgot about that. Yeah, but we had been so, we had been seeing like we'd been seeing each other at shows still though, and been like, oh, what up, dude? I know you from class or whatever, yeah. and we'd like kind of bullshit on the wall or whatever. But yeah, we I don't think we started becoming really like hang out, hang out friends until I moved back from L.A. Yeah, more so. So co- college and music is the short answer. Um, yeah, the second one. Uh, I guess it was that. When we were hanging out with Mason for a week, driving around Minnesota and Wisconsin, and just talking about dumb shit in the in the van every day for four or five hours, we were we were we were on a tour playing music in multiple locations. To be clear, we were not just tour in quotes, a five yes. show or whatever four show like mini tour. I just mean like we were not just driving around <laughs> Minnesota I mean, and Wisconsin hanging out in a van. <laughs> But we, but we were, <laughs> we were, I'm just saying that's not we what we chose to do, shows, <laughs> but that was not yes. just something we chose to do for fun as a group. We just drive around Wisconsin, but, I mean, it, but it was also, <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, yes. and then that, that was what? 20, f- six, 15, 16, uh, 15, I think. No, uh, like, it would have been 16. It was winter. So maybe it was like January or February of 16. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and then, yeah, I started kicking the idea around, and then we started, what, like the next, the following fall, right? Uh, well, we started, we were working on it all summer. I think the first and episodes we, went up, like, fall of 17, right? Yeah, and then we recorded, like, five episodes, end of summer, early fall, and dropped them all at once. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, Spencer was the one who was, like, pushing the idea originally, I think, like you basically came to me and you were like, yo, <laughs> remember how we talked about we should turn a microphone on in the van? Like, what if we turned a microphone on in my house? <laughs> <And I was laughs> what like, if we actually made it sound good? Yeah, I was like, all right, bet. Yeah. Uh, all right. It was born. I bolded some questions that I wanted to get to first because we have like, I don't know, 50 plus total. Oh, um, shit, son. Well, maybe so maybe we I'll save try and go some through of the... these. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see how... how how many we get through and how good they are. Uh, all right. Not paranormal, but I think it's in your wheelhouse. This is the first question we got, by the way. Oh, God. I'm scared. M- Eminem versus Machine Gun Kelly. Where do you stand? Oh, wow. I don't know. Is oh, this in wow. reference to something specific? Did they like have a, a beef or something? They, di- they did have a beef. Okay. But you get, but I mean, like the correct answer in both situations is Eminem. 
I, I, I mean, is he saying like which do which is better or which do we like more? I or think like, it, I was think there the a specific is, battle that was that happened? There was a beef and tracks traded back and forth. Oh God, that sounds horrible. I've, don't uh, worry, I, don't worry. I'll ta- I'll tackle this. I've listened to all of them. <laughs> Jesus, why? Um, Eminem. I mean, Eminem won that beef slash battle, and also Eminem is just a better rapper and a better career artist than Machine Gun Kelly is. I don't um, have beef with Machine Gun Kelly. A lot of people have beef with Machine Gun Kelly. I don't have beef with him. He's just not up to par. Uh, where I stand is that I'd prefer not to listen to either of their music. Um, okay. Any advice for people looking to start podcasting? <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, fuck, man. You got like, you got some, I mean, I think like my two are make it sound good and do it every week, no matter what. Yeah. I, I, this is a pretty vague question. So uh, to me, it would depend on what you want to accomplish also. like if, That's a good point. Like, are you trying to, you know, build an audience and eventually make some money off of it and turn it into like a sustainable side hustle or business? Or do you just want to do it because it sounds like fun? Or are you trying to like research and bring attention to a specific topic? Like those are all going to be very different approaches. Yeah. Um, I think for if you're, I guess maybe I'll speak to what we do. So if you're trying to do some version of this, like, yeah, it, the two biggest turnoffs for me as a listener are after like, you know, do I like the content and the people doing it? Or if it doesn't sound good, I'm not going to keep listening. And if you don't have a consistent, predictable release schedule, I'm probably not going to stick around or I'm going to drop in occasionally, but not be like an every episode kind of person. Yeah. I mean, we've done, we've done an episode every single week for like three years. And we've With the missed... exception of like, we take the week of Christmas off usually, but yeah. Yeah. Christmas and, and, it, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that either. It just has to be something that your listeners know and can expect. Right. It can be, we're going to put out, once a year, a season of 10 episodes. That's fine. It can be once a month. It can be daily. It just needs to be something that you stick to. And so your listeners can stick to. Right. I think especially because with podcast apps, what you find is at least what I find is I get recommended podcasts like being a podcaster, I get recommended podcasts all the time. And I just subscribe to a bunch of stuff to just check shit out and see if it's decent or whatever. Yeah. But when I do when I do that, my feed is a disaster <laughs> because my feed is just like tons of shows, many that I like and listen to, many that I'm a little bit like maybe eh, I'll check really out one I, of these sometime. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so if people don't reliably know kind of where to look in their feed to find you, they're gonna go pick one of the other fifty podcasts in their in their player over yours if they don't really know how to look for you, when to look for you, where to look for you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's something too of, there are so many podcasts now. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's something like, I don't know, it's in the hundreds of thousands of viable RSS feeds hosted on Apple, or not hosted, but uh, distributed through Apple Podcasts. Doesn't it Um, have to be in the millions at this point? It feels like it has to be. Of actual, like, separate feeds? I don't think so. Word. I mean, but, you know, then hundreds of episodes for a lot of those and that's active ones so like oh sure uh you know that are posting on a regular basis anyway we did 12 episodes and never put another one out yeah exactly that's not counting those um and a lot of those are good you know so what if you actually want to build an audience what are you doing that's different from what's already out there whether that be and again it doesn't have to be like some huge dramatic thing it can just be like you have good chemistry with the other person or like uh, you're you're in some niche where like there's not a lot of competition and coverage or there is, but it yeah. hasn't been approached in the way that you're doing it or it hasn't sounded good or it hasn't been as in depth or whatever. Yeah. I, I do think, think that's us, an, go ahead. Like for us, there, there are a lot of 
there are a ton of podcasts that cover the same topics that we do. And a lot of them are two white guys in their thirties. Um, but not a lot of them are like fun and bullshitty and, uh, don't take this shit super seriously, but also sound good and release shit weekly. Like, you know, I think, I think that's our little niche that we've carved out. That is not huge, but it's enough for this to be like a thing we can afford to keep doing and have fun at. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's well said. I think the other thing too is, you know, speaking of like the number of podcasts, like one of the things that's so crazy is, I mean, every other week, some celebrity comes out with their new podcast. (laughs) And so if you want to just do, has a ton of promotional (laughs) tools, like, behind them and money not not to mention just a straight up built-in audience right like will well, ferrell yeah, right, dropped exactly his, dropped his podcast tweeted it one time and i bet you he had a million followers on his podcast like right away Will ferrell yeah well they also spent a fucking million dollars promoting that shit on every other podcast for a year straight <laughs> for sure for sure i just mean you know what i mean like there, yeah, are, yeah. there are people who who have so many people that already follow them like if the Kardashians wanted to have a podcast tomorrow, they'd be the number one podcast on every player for exactly uh, for a year. So that's like the thing that's hard is you can't you can't bank on just being like I'm going to start a, a comedy podcast and I'm going to be funny and beat all the funny people. It's like because you know what every professional comedian has a podcast, right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like you're never you're never going to be able to to just soar into a category without having. Um, you know, like what's your, what's your unique value proposition of your products? Not to get too fucking business school on it, but like, that's but really also, what it is. But also it doesn't have to be that it can be something you do with your friends once a month because you like doing it. And if you have 10 people that like listening to it, sweet, keep doing it. And yeah. And if that's, and if that to your point about like what you're trying to accomplish, if that's what you're trying to accomplish, then you fucking won, dude. And that's that fucking is success, awesome. right? Yeah. You're yeah. talking to your friends once a month. And at least one person is enjoying listening to it. You know, I think we straight up when we started this, we had no idea that this would ever be as big as it got. Like, I think we thought we were like, oh, we're going to talk to our buddies and like the, some of the people who listen to our music and like have fun doing it. I don't think we ever yeah. thought. I mean, at least I didn't. I never thought it would get to the the place that it's gotten. For me, it was just a fun challenge, too, of like, oh, I can, you know, the audio side of it and the like a new project and it incorporates like aliens and conspiracies and weird shit but it's also like an audio engineering project and i get to like do some music stuff and we get to just hang out and bullshit right anyway all right um let's see (laughs) would you recommend (laughs) ryan that someone move to minneapolis this is a two-part question from two different people that i'm combining so that's part one okay what's part two uh why do you hate wisconsin (laughs) <laughs> and, then in par- and then in parentheses, feel free to rant. <laughs> is this someone from Wisconsin that wants to know, or is this someone from Minneapolis who wants us to make fun of Wisconsin? This is two separate people, and I'm combining their questions to talk about Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, I mean, I love Minneapolis. I can't tell if I'm getting trolled or not by like saying, should people move here? What What do you mean? Why would that be trolling? Like, like have I have I talked about that in the past, and people are like. Like no, I think this is just someone. Much? I think this is just someone considering uh, moving to Minneapolis and is asking two people who live oh. in Minneapolis. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like one of the virtues of of you and I's careers slash hobbies slash professions has been we both been able to travel a decent amount, and I I love coming back to Minneapolis all the time for a variety of reasons. But I mean, we have great food, we have great breweries we have great distilleries we have great parks we have great lakes literally and just like generally we have great lakes um it's relatively affordable to live here it's relatively affordable to live here we have more theater seats per capita than any city in america i don't know if that's gonna matter for much longer but generally that's pretty cool the music we used to have really good live music (laughs) yeah i was gonna say that used to be cool now we have a bunch of good musicians hanging out in their houses and on the internet. Right. You're like an hour and a half to two hours away from Lake Superior and the North Shore, which is beautiful and accessible and super fun and like great hiking, the Superior Hiking Trail. 
I mean, I don't know, like the perks of this city and how much it costs to live here and uh, how easy it is to like get from A to B in this city. Like traffic is not that bad. Um, mm. I mean, it depends on where you have to go and when, but like generally Tran- speaking, we don't have LA traffic. Transit is improving. <clears throat> yeah. Transit's getting better all the time. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think Minneapolis is fucking awesome. It's a great city. If you can, and- if you can stomach the weather. And Wisconsin's, uh, Milwaukee's okay. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know if I can go on a Wisconsin rant right now. I have family from Wisconsin. I got love for that family. Look, you know what I don't like about Wisconsin? Here's what I don't like about Wisconsin. <laughs> people people, people from Wisconsin realize that Minnesota is better, and then they move here, and then they still talk about how awesome Wisconsin is and how... Mm. The sports are great and the cheese is great and all the lakes are awesome and they love the town they came from. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome. You should go back then because I don't need to hear about it here. Okay. If you like it so much, you should go live there. I'm not mad at you for liking it. I'm mad at you for living here and taking advantage of all the cool things we have and then talking about how much better your home state is and go live in it. I don't need, I don't need that here. I like my be, home state. What can be gone then? Be gone uh, go go rock your go rock your Bucky the Badger sticker in a state <laughs> that gives a shit about it. All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, can you make a shirt with Bear's face on it? Probably not. I mean, frankly, that's you'd, up have, to you'd bear. have to ask Bear. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of up to him. Maybe um, maybe just a Bear's face, and then <laughs> that we can then, do. Oh, wait, what if it was a bear's face and we just put singular, we love bear. And it was or, like, or if we just put, or if we just put morning boys underneath it. Oh man. <laughs> Can we get one of our artist friends to draw a bear kind of like waking up, like rubbing its eyes and it just says morning boys. Bear here. <laughs> this, this is bear. <laughs> morning boys. This is bear. Oh my God. Oh, I love it. I love uh, it. All right. Have you guys ever had a fist fight? And if so, how badly did Ryan kick Spencer's ass? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that sentiment so um, much. No, but yes. <laughs> no, 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 but hypothetically very badly. But, oh, no, but hypothetically very badly. Um, neither of us are fighters, though. No, I've actually never been in a fist fight, so. Yeah, and I've... I've gotten hit and I've been in fights, but I've never been in like a fist fight, if that makes sense. Um, let's see. Would you consider having your wives on an episode? I don't think my I mean, wife would consider that. But I was I'd gonna be fine say I, I would consider it. I don't know that they would want to. I, per I don't se. think they're interested, but it would be fine with me if if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, my wife is, like, cool and supportive, but I don't think she's, like, trying to be part of the, part of the old shindig here. Uh, I don't know, I I would ask her. I do want to do an episode on Moscow 2 at some point, or no, sorry, Metro 2 in Moscow, which is, Metro 2. it's an alleged uh, second transit system in Moscow for, for the elite. Oh, sweet. That's like secret and underground and shit. Bro, um, I'm, I feel like I have to do a Google on this while we're doing this. That sounds yeah, so, so fucking sweet. So it'd be fun to talk to Katie about that as a transit planner, perhaps. But um, yeah, not opposed, I, but I, I'm not sure they're down. Um, oh my God, that? amazing. Yeah, it seems Sorry. pretty fun. I got... I got I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close that tab, or I'm not gonna talk about anything else yeah, for the rest it's, of the show. It's in our episode list. If I put a couple links in there, if you want to fuck around with it. Hell yeah. Um, what five things would you put into a pentagram to summon you? Whoa, five. So Crocs, things. Crocs first. Well, I, I gotta put beard oil. Let's do each I other's. I got to put one of both pairs of my Crocs on four of the stars. Oh, you got two two pair now. 
Yeah, I got two pair coming, bro. Don't even trip. Oh wow, what's the second one? I, this is a this is a new development. No, I told you I got the camel pair, and then I got one that's just like a fire color combo. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. I thought it was just the camo joints. Maybe we and got stuck still on camo. No, dude, and I've gotten two emails from them that are like, "We're sorry, but dicks." <laughs> um, what things would they put on five? I don't know, man. You are we are we doing are we are we actually going through this exercise of five things per person? Sure, I'll do yours. Right. You do mine. Okay, good deal. Uh, camouflage Crocs. That's a, a one. Be- a beard comb. Tight. Um, a bottle of gin. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. See, that's what I'm hmm. saying. It gets. It gets. It's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you got any for me? Maybe, maybe it's three. Maybe it's All three right, things. Spencer's got it's a three, it's a triangle, it's a tri, trying, trigram, trigram. Sure. Um, <laughs> Spencer's is a box of Mike and Ike's, <laughs> a hi hat, just um, one. Yep, a hi hat, top or bottom. Um, top or like the uh, essence of like an 808 hi hat, not not like a not was, like a physical I, object. I was going more like the 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 piece of a drum that is a hi hat. The whole thing, stand the and whole, all. The whole thing, Got stand it. and all. Got it. Um, mm. all right, that's five uh, things total for yeah, the two of us. For, for the two of us, that's how you summon <laughs> both of us. Um, oh no, you would also have a crystal of some kind. I'm not oh, sure good which point. Some, Which one? Some quartz, maybe. You'd have a, a a chunk of quartz. Uh, can I DJ Fundo be a guest? Absolutely not. <laughs> Next question. Um, ha- has and has asked <laughs> yeah. to be again. <laughs> you already have been, but yes, yeah, you're, bro. You're, once we can figure out how to have guests again, you're definitely welcome back. He did say he, he did say he wants to come back. Why don't we just uh, why don't we just do it the same way we're doing this, but just have somebody else record themselves like we record ourselves? Yeah, we can. It, it's just got to be people who can record their own audio for for our current way of doing things. You know what? You but like right. I did. I did that with Mason uh, the week that you were gone. That worked pretty well. We could do a three way thing. Okay. 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 The editing gets trickier the more people you add, but that's fine. We can we can make it work. Should have Mason back too. Miss that yeah. bye. I'm sure Fundo has a microphone at his house. Chances seem to be high. Um, who decided to start the podcast and what were the I- name ideas you had before settling on What If? Um, I mean, it was a joint effort, and I don't think we really... We didn't really kick any other names around, did we? I don't think so. I think it was... Because you originally proposed the framework of... Like what if we asked a what if question for every yeah. episode and once we settled on that being the framework it was pretty much like yeah the format and the it. name sort of was the idea so right um another how did y'all meet covered that one can't delete these were there any topics that you wanted to cover but realized would be too difficult upon researching it that's an interesting question. Hmm. I can't think. I mean, there, there are some things that like we don't have the budget to do. That would be fun to do. You know, like we can't really travel or spend more than a day or two on an episode usually because we're doing it all ourselves and have other jobs and stuff. Right. 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 Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, if, I, if I had unlimited budget and time, I would certainly do some things differently. But yeah, I guess hard is a relative term too, because hard is like difficult to research, but hard is also like hard as in like that's that's too tough of a subject to cover, mm. like with a proper sense of decorum or too. There was hard another. Well, let's maybe there's another question related to this, which was uh, other than stalkers and stands, are there any subjects you won't cover or give time to? Oh, word. 
Which we've, I think we've sort of discussed before. Yeah, probably never on, well, probably never fully explicitly on this show, but I mean, I think we, we've always talked about like the, the, the fun part of this is like, there are some overlaps with some true crime stuff and the stuff that we talk about. And that stuff is not fun for either of us because this show is always meant to like remain relatively lighthearted. And so like, yeah, we talk about serious stuff sometimes, but in terms of like the world being plenty uh, difficult and gruesome enough, like we just, we just never really wanted to contribute to that. Like no, no shame or, you know, anything on anybody who enjoys that stuff. We just didn't want to spend like every week making something and like living in that world. If we didn't have yeah. to. That's just not entertaining to me personally either. Um, and I can't make a joke about somebody getting murdered and I want to be able to make a joke about everything we talk about. Yeah. I mean, we, we for sure have a like no murder policy. Um, but I would say in general, avoid any topic where the, the ending is just like something terrible happened. Yeah. I mean, I think the disappearance ones d- did have that did have the like it, it we knew it was ending with something terrible happening but there was enough meat on the bone there for us to gnaw on it for a while before we got there and i think those are the episodes that i think we tried to approach with the most delicacy so that we were respectful of those stories while also you know yeah. telling them and it, that's also the reason that we do those pretty rarely i also um, think we've talked about that we'll never do flat earth because that shit is way dumb yeah, I think we sort of did on the Patreon once, or we talked about well, that um, the that documentary. documentary behind yeah, the, behind the curve, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, behind the curve, the Netflix one. Yeah, <coughs> but yeah, there's some um, there just like I, I, you know, I'm not giving any time to the fucking David Wilcox and Corey Goods of the world, people that I feel like are being um intentionally harming, being intentionally harmful for profit. Um, Politis is sort of veering into that world for me. Yeah. I think is why we decide we're probably done with that dude. Right. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the like straight up charlatan cult leader shit. I'm not super interested in. Yeah. I think there's also, um, there's also a set of conspiracies that are like either, racist in origin or like um the, like the david ike ikes of the world and the, the yeah the whatever or just, what the fuck is the infowars dude's name why can't i remember it now alex jones thank you like that type those, of stuff. those fuckers are not getting any yeah, time here that's stuff that we won't or or like the only time we'll cover those people is to make it very clear that we disagree with them and that we're like roasting them but we'll never like tell yeah. those stories even that I feel like is just giving people attention that they don't deserve. Yeah, that's real. Um, what genuine beliefs do you hold religious or otherwise? No copping out with just don't be a dick Spencer, (laughs) which I would argue is a very good philosophy and totally valid way to approach life. It's a great religion. Honestly, absolutely not a cop out and is, is more, more sound than plenty of religions, but it's it's pretty straightforward. We got one rule here, and it's don't be a dick. And societally, we have a pretty good way of being like, are you being a dick? Yes, you are. Stop. And being honestly, a dick. if we as a society could follow that rule, uh, shit would be a whole lot better than it is right now. Wow, it'd be so much better. It'd be so much better. Um, damn, that's an interesting question. What personal beliefs? What personal beliefs do we hold, religious or otherwise? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how else to answer that question. Like. Like I'm, I'm not personally a religious person. Um, I was, I was raised in a religious family, but I'm not like, I don't have a personal, personal faith or a relationship. I do think there's value hidden in all religions in some capacity or another. I've taken world religions courses and I've read a lot of like the religious or chunks of at least the religious books out there. I'm not by any means educated or like a scholar in them but i think there's value in all religions somewhere it's just i think human beings kind of mess it up along the way in most situations um that's just my personal opinion i don't know uh shut up and look ugly for the homies 
is is maybe part part two of my life philosophy. Definitely a personal belief. Mm-hmm. Which I guess in um in more direct terms, like uh it's it's not gonna hurt you to help people out if you can. If you if you have an opportunity to 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 help people and like prop up people doing good shit, you should. Is that uh is that what you take out of shut up and look ugly from the homies? That's part of it, yeah, for sure. That's such a way more altruistic like version of that than the words state. <laughs> well, that's why it's a great quote. <laughs> that's amazing. I love um, it. Why this is so related to the last question. Why the hate for David Politis, but not Mike Knox? Not defending Politis, but it seems like you went easy on the dude who said stars in the sky were aliens, if I remember that episode correctly. Okay. So this I would is, say those this, those two people are not really comparable at all, but go ahead. I was gonna say, like, this is easy because those are not even remotely similar in any way, shape, or form. I mean, really, like w- so one thing that I think we've tried to do on the show is like we yes, we take a lot of this lightly and I think we make a lot of like you know, yes, we like joke about this stuff, but I think we've tried to for the most part be like we can't argue with what people say happens to them or happened to them. Like I can say like that doesn't justify itself with anything that I logically or biologically believe or understand as an individual, but I'm not here to say that something didn't happen to you because I can't, I can't tell you about your experience, right? Like, I don't know what happened to you mentally or physically, and I'm not in a position to, to say like, yeah, that didn't happen. I can say what I think might've happened, but I'm not like, I'm not here to strip away someone else's version of their own personal story. So with Mike, when we had that conversation with him, yeah, you and I didn't see what he saw and you and I didn't like necessarily think he was seeing what he thought he was seeing, but I'm also not here to judge an individual's past experiences or their current experience or their story, right? Like might not be what I think, but I'm not here to to take away what you think based on what happened to you. That to me is entirely different from someone taking thousands of stories and preaching them to people to sell books and sell movies and sell speaking slots. It's a hundred percent done for cash. Mike has done nothing. He's done for money. That guy is a retired like MUFON attendee who enjoys like going and being social with people and has a story about a couple things that he thinks have happened to him. That's totally different than taking other people's stories, patch packaging them up in your own gift wrap that makes them into a phenomenon and then hucking them to the world in exchange for cash at every yeah. turn like completely different my mike's not hurting anyone and he's not trying to make any money off of it yes i or, don't or, and particularly not trying to make money off of other people like I, i'm yeah, i'm actually exactly. i'm way more okay with people selling their own story than if, I am if he with wrote a book about what happened people. to him i would have no problem with it right because that's yeah. your story man and and you're talking about you it's so much worse to me to take other people's stories and sell other people's stories with your lens attached to their stories it doesn't specifically, belong to you. specifically stories of other people dying right right and creating implications around people's family members you know like sometimes in in many of these situations family members who are still alive and struggling with not having answers to how family members disappeared that to me is is its own brand of evil that's totally separate from someone having their own story and telling their own story yeah and i i try not to be too hard on the like as much as we do make jokes about it like the the individual stories of contact and especially abduction um because for a lot of people it's whether you believe that they were taken by aliens or whatever it's clear in talking to and listening to a lot of people who have those experiences that something traumatic happened and i think right uh it's it's pretty shitty to um judge or you know roast someone for 
some sort of trauma, even if it's, you know, not exactly what they're describing. Right. It's not. And also we not, don't know. We, we just don't know. Right. It's not my place to take that away from someone else. I don't believe that Mike was showing us UFOs that night, but also like, you know, who gives a shit? And it's clear that something, uh, something happened to him that he's, that he's dealing with. And I, that's it's, cool. It's not, Let, he, he can deal with that however he wants or needs to, because it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's maybe for him, maybe not the healthiest approach <laughs> to convince himself that it's aliens if it's not, but, uh, that's also not something I can really do anything about. Right. So that's, that's not what we're here for either. Yeah. And he's not hurting anyone else in the process. So fucking exactly. live your life, Mike. Dave, yep. get fucked. Um, <laughs> fo- Got follow up, follow up question. If you had to be stuck on an Island, uh, with either of the two Daves, Wilcock or Politis, who would you choose? Nope. Not answering next. Uh, for me, it's, pol- it's Politis for a, by a mile. Wilcox scares the shit out of me. That dude's crazy. Um, he would try and like <clears throat> help me ascend in my sleep one night or something. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan. Yes. Which cryptid or alien can fuck? Well, come on, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that means uh, literally, like, like could get it or um, do you think would be like it's the most sexually proficient. I'm, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about answering this question in either <laughs> well, of those angles. Well, you skipped uh, the last one. You you used your skip too early, bud. All right. Well, it, the answer is Bigfoot because it's a biological <laughs> creature that has been around, <laughs> which means it is literally procreating in order to continue. That's a, that's a good point. To continue sightings of it. So hmm. that's my answer. What about the Nordics, though? They're always described as being the sexiest aliens. Yeah, but they might be they might be conceptually, like, visually sexy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're procreating. Maybe they procreate right. by big, just, like, big, looking at each other real hard, and all of a sudden there's more aliens because they're fucking I mean, aliens. that's that's just their way of fucking then, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I guess... I went literal. Bigfoot's down here in the trenches getting after it, you're saying. (laughs) I went went with biological procreation as we understand it on this planet. All right. What about other cryptids, though? Because then, like, you know, Chupacabra's out here fucking too then, right? Well, it depends on whether or not you believe Chupacabra is a literal demon or not. (laughs) Well, do demons fuck? (laughs) Or does that exclude him from being a cryptid, you're saying? (laughs) Uh... I guess the latter was more what I was going with was all right. I'm going, I'm going with Mothman. Uh, next question. <laughs> no explanation. Just <laughs> Mothman. Uh, why haven't we revisited the tingle verse? Oh, bro. I, ju- I literally just got an email notification that my Crocs have shipped. Sick. <laughs> uh, uh, we haven't revisited the tingle verse because it's really hard to play board games with people right now. Um, And also that is, I think I can check our stats quickly. I think to this day, our least downloaded episode and the one that took me five times longer than any of the other ones to plan and edit. (laughs) It it is, it is not, I I actually just checked recently. It's not our least downloaded, but it's pretty far up there or down there. Yeah. Down Um, there. Yeah. Planning out that game, making the board took me several days. And then that is the, the longest I've spent editing an episode by a lot. So I I will say though I'm glad some people really liked it because it's maybe the most fun I've had doing it was, this show. It was super fun and if if a bunch of people liked it, I could maybe convince myself to like devote that much time to it every once in a while. Right. But it's a lot of work and uh a lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> and right now we right now we just can't do it anyway. So Yeah, yeah. We'd have to maybe, do some weird version of like I mean, I'm sure there's virtual D&D boards. Like, I'm sure that's a thing. But again, like... We could make it work somehow, but it wouldn't be nearly as fun as you, me, and Chance sitting in the studio rolling dice. And and cracking, like, a thousand jokes at each other. Yeah. Uh, All right. We'll do... Oh, we got time. We'll keep going for a while. What's your favorite basketball team? And then they said go Celtics, but that's just the wrong answer. (laughs) Go Celtics. 
I mean, if you grew up in Boston, I'm sure that's the right answer, but... Uh, I guess you historically have been, like, probably the best basketball team or top two ever, so I suppose yeah. that's fair. I think it's like Boston, Los Angeles, and Chicago kind of get to get to say go no matter what. I mean, like, favorite basketball team is hard because I, like... I I really love the Timberwolves and I really hate the Timberwolves. <laughs> so I don't really know how to like I mean I think the the obvious answer is the Minnesota Lynx for me. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean Yeah, the, I mean mine's mine is still the Timberwolves. I do love the Lynx. I've just I, I think I would have to say Wolves is favorite just in that like so much of my childhood was carved out by like watching Kevin Garnett growing up. And even if it's not contemporarily as fun to watch, it's still they're still like my OG favorite team. All right. One one for Lynx, one for Wolves. Um, zero for Celtics. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about your town. <laughs> I mean, KG Celtics were, were fun. I watched those games. I felt That's okay true. about you guys winning in 08. That's true. Um, let's see. How much have you spent researching the pod? Was it worth it? Best and worst purchases, please. Oh, that's funny. How much have we spent researching the pod? Well, you've so, bought like a hundred books. Yeah, there's a question about books too that we'll get to in a, in a bit. Um, worst money I've ever spent was last week on Stephen Greer's app. <laughs> and while we were doing that episode, I forgot until I got an email this morning uh, that I left a review of the app that said, is it trash? And then as the subject line and then big trash as the review. And I got an email this morning from Serious Technology Advanced Research responding to my review saying, more info would be appreciated here. These types of comments don't help in any way and certainly don't help us improve the product. Feel free to send comments to ce5contactapp at gmail.com, which I will definitely be doing. Oh, dang. (laughs) Damn, son. So Stephen Greer's app was for sure the worst $10 I've ever spent. Shots fired. Um, the what was it? How much have we spent? I have no fucking clue. I mean, I could look at my taxes, I guess, and we, tell you we've we've both bought books. You've bought at least fifty times more books for this show than I have. I mean, I, I wrote off like six hundred dollars going to contact in the desert last year. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, you did no, go to contact because they, they end up comping my ticket. But I, I spent several hundred dollars going to contact in the desert last year. Uh, totally worth it, by the way. Yeah. Um, best and worst purchase. I mean, that certainly wasn't the best value, but it's the most fun I've had doing something stupid for the pod. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing we've ever done is like buy documentaries and buy books. Like I've bought a handful of things on Amazon or like YouTube or Vimeo Uh, to watch. We spent some money going to Colorado. For, I mean, for Dave's I guess, bullshit retreat. I guess you could call that research. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, none of what we do is actual research. So I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm reading research as you know, we're not fucking in the library and doing studies and shit. Like I, no, I read but I that mean, like, as, I read that as show prep. Sure. Sure. More so than research. We got two sure. episodes out of it. That you know, that was for the podcast. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I would love to do more like travel related shit if it's ever possible again. And you know, if we have money in the future, dude, maybe we should get a, we should get like a John Madden fucking tour bus with like a bathroom on it and shit. And the, and we just drive around the country. <laughs> you and I have to quarantine separately for 14 days and then we can but then quarantine what do we do together. We get, and then go do what though? I mean, look most at, of the look stuff at boulders out- and see if one of us disappears. Most of this stuff's outside, right? Yeah, just go, you know, guess. go drive around downtown Chicago and you can stand on the top of the bus surfing it <laughs> with a fucking man. video camera. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, turn left, turn left, and I'm just like fucking hoofing it down the road. <laughs> um, What personal slash side projects are you most proud of? Ryan, you can't say bread. Uh, <laughs> most Most ashamed of? Biggest successes? Biggest missteps? It's a four-part question. Damn. So I'm assuming uh, when they they mean like non-podcast things when they say personal slash side projects. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know about you, but I would say this is probably like the biggest side project I've ever had by by a lot. Right. I'm get. Yeah. I mean, maybe I I was interpreting this as like non this podcast projects. Right. 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 But this this in in most ways is a side project for both of us. Um, I like the most most ashamed of. Yeah, <laughs> what a like, wild question. What thing have you done in your personal life that you're most ashamed of? But it's like, but but it's it's not just what thing have you done. It's like, what have you tried to be good at and failed at so bad that you're ashamed of yourself? <laughs> uh, dunking a basketball. <laughs> I like calling that a side project. Your basketball dunk. <laughs> I mean, basketball is definitely a shameful side project of mine. <laughs> I love that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've had a lot of like mildly successful, fun projects over the years. Uh, yeah, music music stuff and um, this other podcast that I started producing a couple years ago has has been like surprisingly successful and fun. Um, missteps. I like I don't know. I mean, a lot of shit I do doesn't exactly work, but I don't like feel <laughs> feel like I yeah. shouldn't have done it. You know, I can still usually like learn something from it or that's at least kinda, enjoyed enjoyed part of the process. Right. That's kind of where I was headed with it mentally was I was like, I mean, I've made like music that I don't go back and listen to or like share with people anymore. But that doesn't mean I didn't need to like make some of that music to make some of the music that I'm proud of, you know, like. Right. Right. Everything. So is- I. I Everything builds There's context itself. for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would, right. I would never be like, I'm ashamed of my first record. I'd be like, yeah, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's great anymore, but that doesn't mean I'm like, not like I, I had to make that so we could make polar bear rug. And I'm really proud of that record. Cause I think it's still good. And so it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, to give a more slightly more concrete answer. I think the record I did with Toki Wright is probably my best, like, success musically thing that I, I turned out closest to how I wanted it to. <laughs> sure. Um, that like six years later, I still feel pretty good about. Sure. Um, let's do like three more. All right. And we still, we still have like 30 left. So maybe we'll do a couple, a few more of these on Patreon or something. Patreon.com slash what if podcast fund our fuckery. What? What are the best paranormal books you recommend, and what are the worst that are terrible but wild? <laughs> terrible but wild. I mean, ninety-eight percent of them fall into the terrible but wild category. If we're being honest, um, ones I would actually recommend. I guess in the in the context of like getting a, a better understanding of the whole thing. Uh, Whitley Strieber's book Communion is a pretty good look into the whole abduction thing right as it was like kind of becoming mainstream Um, Stan Friedman's book about Betty and Barney Hill is really well done and that story is obviously important in this world yeah classic um, I mean, so many just total bullshit books that are sort of fun. Did you just grab that uh time traveling computer one? I grabbed the vertical, vertical plane. Plan. Off yeah, my dude, shelf. I still, I still need to read that. I haven't finished it. I started it, but I never finished it. I mean, it's like this one to me feels very like fictionalized, just straight up. Oh, of um, course. I actually well, that's think fun. like. I mean, I think it, like, I don't know. I think it is straight up, you know? Uh, yeah, no, for sure it is. But that doesn't mean it can't be fun to read. Super um, fun to read. Harry Potter's fictional, and that's a lot of fun. Um, The Missing 411 books were really fun before I learned more about what Plytus was up to. Like when I first came across those books and was just reading those case files and like in <clears throat> taking them in in the way that he presents it um, and just kind of like going with it, that was a, a fun ride. 
Word. I don't know. Um, any other ones for you? Um, no, I mean, you've read so much more of this stuff than I have, you know, like you've actually like gone and done the books. Yeah. Most of the times the books are not good and I'm just looking for like enough goofy shit to, to tell jokes about for for an hour. (laughs) Right, right, right. It's not like I'm sitting down and reading these cover to cover and just like enthralled. I mean, I, I do read a lot of them cover to cover, but like they're not good books in the traditional sense usually right right most of the most of the people writing them are not good writers right right um this one i don't think has anything to do with the podcast but what motivates you to work hard damn um it's a bold (laughs) assumption that we work hard based on listening to this show (laughs) um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, I don't know. I've been working hard since I was a kid. I don't know. Sick brag, uh, dude. Been working on the rail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, I don't know. Like, I worked hard in school. I don't know. I absolutely did not. <laughs> I absolutely did not. I didn't bring my backpack home senior year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in my locker every day and got it again at 830 the next morning. Bro, that's so amazing. This was also uh, at a time where you probably were not like, you were not as internet connected as you are now. Oh, no. You, were no, like, no. you weren't doing a homework on the internet when you came I, home at night. I did zero minutes of homework. Yeah. Um. Now it's like... I mean, I think being self-employed kind of changed my perspective on it too of like, um, it's maybe just more necessary. (laughs) Yeah. But also like working hard on things that you actually care about is fun and feels good and growing and getting better at stuff is fun and feels good. And now it's directly tied to me having money and the ability to like exist as a human. So that that's pretty motivating. Right, right, right. Um, all right, we'll close with this one, Ryan. Okay. What is, what is the most romantic thing Ryan has ever done for you, Spencer? Aww. <laughs> Aww. I mean, I wish I could say it was ordering me a matching pair of Crocs. Um, oh. oh. Maybe, maybe you'll let me borrow them someday. We do, we do wear the same size shoe. We do wear the same size shoe. Uh, most romantic. Um, on that, on that quote unquote tour with Mason, um, you let me share a bed with Mason a few times. I did let you share a bed with Mason. That's, Mm. that was my gift to you. (laughs) Pretty sure Mason cuddled you. Oh yeah. Real hard. All right. Uh, we'll save the rest of these for some other time because... That's like an hour-ish. Sure is. We'll do some more on the Patreon this week. We'll we'll take a fun detour into the world of this show and oh, us as actually, people. Actually, one more quickly, because it was a, a common one about, will you play a show in this place? Um, and no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably um, not right now. We, anyway, we can't, and uh, the market does not uh, really demand such things going forward. So, but I will say uh, we have had some some friends and folks experimenting with what like like uh, like a digital live show would look like and be like. So I don't yeah. know if that's something you guys would be interested in, and like pay for <laughs> if you wanted us to do like a live version of the show on the internet uh i'd do that for us, sure we'd do that for sure and let us know if that's and, something you guys would be into and if you guys um find a vaccine and all every one of you tells 12 of your friends to listen to every episode of our show uh then we could probably do a couple live shows <laughs> then we could go then we could go to alabama or wherever it is that you live 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, for now, there are like two cities where we could do shows and maybe some people would show up. <laughs> <laughs> and they are Los Angeles and New York City. Yeah. And I'm not going to New York City for a long fucking time. Yeah. Uh, last show I did was there in February, and that feels weird. That's right under the wire there, bud. Yeah, just barely. I don't do- know if that match yet. I don't know if that is under the wire, technically speaking. No, it wasn't. It it was not actually, but we didn't know that yet. Yep. I was just out there encouraging hundreds of people to congregate in New York City. (laughs) This is your fault. This is all your fault. This is all your fault. And then disperse ourselves back across the country. Oops. Uh... Hey, we love you guys. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your questions for being invested uh, in this at all whatsoever. Um, and thanks for getting us over the the hump of 500 reviews. We are going to do another live show where we'll do like live answers to questions. We'll hang out with you guys on Facebook Live or whatever, and that'll be fun. We'll do that in the next couple weeks here. And uh, yeah, thank you all for everything. Thanks for supporting the show. We love you guys. Ryan, if I come over to your house with a recorder and we sit in your backyard far apart, can we use your wide angle lens to get us both in the shot and do a Facebook live stream? Um, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely sure. All right. Well, love you guys. See you next week. Bye.